This is John Finnamore's Souvenir Programme. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I hope you're all enjoying the fete. And uh, congratulations are due to Rosie Horton and her dog, who have won the dog most like their owner competition. <laughs> well done, Miss Horton. Do come and collect your prize. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the judge, um, she'd just like to apologise for that little mix-up there when she pinned the rosette on Miss Horton and <laughs> tried to give £25 to her dog. <laughs> she'd like to assure Miss Horton that it was an honest mistake, what with Miss Horton being quite a small lady with quite a big dog and wearing such a lovely fur coat. <laughs> Miss Horton, I mean. Well, both of them. On the bright side, it goes to show what worthy winners they are. <laughs> uh, me again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we'd just like to offer our very sincere and profound apologies both to Miss Horton and her sister. <laughs> Neither of whom we accept had even entered the dog most <laughs> competition because neither of them have a dog. <laughs> and, of course, it goes without saying, neither of them are... Let's let it go without saying. <laughs> as, as consolation, we'd like to award them a £50 prize for sisters who look most like each other. <laughs> Hello again. Uh, further apologies, I'm afraid, due to Miss Horton and her sister for having to take away their prize for the sisters who look most like each other after a complaint from the McDonald twins. <laughs> Which, to be honest, we should have anticipated. Um, maybe instead we can uh, offer them perhaps a, a £75 prize for the two sisters who look most like two big dogs. <laughs> well, I'd like to immediately and unreservedly apologise for that suggestion. Uh, I, I don't know what came over me. It's quite hot in this little booth. Um, however, I'm, I'm happy to say we have now reached a final settlement with them and they're delighted to announce they've won the £500 prize for sisters with the surname Horton least likely to sue a village fate. And now I'm going home. Good night. No, she just walked out, and that's it. Next day, she was gone. How oh, awful. I'm so sorry. How are you doing? Well, I'm in bits. On top of it all, I suppose I'll have to look for a new place as well. Oh, no, you're not staying on at yours. It's such a lovely house. I know. It's the best place I've ever had. And it's so cheap. It's owned by this nice old lady who charges a quarter what it's worth so she can pick a tenant she gets mm. on with. So I ought to stay, but I just think it would remind me of Jen. Oh. Oh, do you think I'm being silly? Maybe I should reclaim it and make it my own space? No, 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 I don't think that. <laughs> no? No, I, I think it's time to move on, definitely. It's just that the rent is so low and the location's so great. Oh, yes, but money's not everything, and like you say, all those memories, every room filled with memories of Jen. Yes, that's true. The living room full of memories of Jen. The dining room full of memories of Jen. <laughs> Kitchen, the... There's a sort of utility room off the kitchen, isn't there? <laughs> well, it's just a big cupboard, really, but we keep the washing machine in there. 
Why do you ask? Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like all the rooms, it will be full of memories of... <laughs> Right, yeah, I mean, the washing machine cupboard isn't full of memories, particularly. No, no, I suppose not, no. It'll be the other rooms, mainly. The bathroom, the bedrooms, of course. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about that side of things. Oh, no, 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 God, no, nor do I. I just mean the bedrooms. Do they all have memories? I mean, obviously the main, <laughs> the main one does, but do the other one or two... I mean, do they, do they both, or, or is it all three? Um, sorry, I, I still don't understand. How many bedrooms do you have? Two. Right. <laughs> what was your point, though? My point? Uh, my point was that I think you are doing absolutely the right thing moving out. And, look, if you would like me to come with you when you break the news to your landlady, you know, for moral support, you only have to say the word. Oh, well, do you know what I'd really like help with is packing up the garage... Oh, right. I'm, I'm a bit... I, I wouldn't have asked, but since you asked if there was anything... Well, I didn't actually ask if there was anything. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, of course, of course. I tell you what, we can do it when we get back from telling your landlady. Make a day of it. Probably take at least a day in itself, I'm afraid. Oh, will it? <laughs> yeah. But look, you don't need to bother coming to see the landlady with me. I mean, I wasn't thinking of going myself anyway. I'll probably just ring no, her. No, no, I really think you should tell her in person. And I'm, I'm happy to come with you, honestly. I think I'm just too busy, really. Yeah, well, we're all busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm busy too. I'm a bit busy, really, to take a day out to clear your garage. Oh, well, don't if it's too much trouble. No, no, I'm not saying that. It's just things like that that make me think it'll just be easier to stay in the house. No, no, you should definitely move out. <laughs> can't move out if the garage is full. <laughs> no, well, like I said, I'll help you with that. I'll come and do a full day's work with you. Oh, that's kind. And that will free up some time for you to go and talk to the landlady with me. Two days. <laughs> what? Two days on the garage and you can come with me. Fine. Great! So when are you free next week? I can do any day except Tuesday when Tom's helping me pack up the kitchen and Friday when Leanne's taking me to a spa. <laughs> no, I know. It's been so wonderful how everyone's rallied round. So the trip to the landlady's on the 20th, by the way. You're lucky, you know, you got the last seat in the car. <laughs> so why did Jen leave you? She said that was manipulative. <laughs> You're sure this is the right place? It must be, Billy. The enchanted scroll is glowing like anything. The next clue must be here. But it's just an empty cave. Nothing here but seaweed and... Ah! What is it? Look, skulls! Ah! And <laughs> <laughs> not just any skulls, me art. Ah! Talking skulls! Hey! And skulls that can tell you tales of the lost treasure of Santa Clara! <laughs> you know about the treasure? We do, you see. We are the skulls of pirates. Of what? Pirates. Pirates. He means pirate. I said pirates. Pirates. It's a hard word to say when you haven't got any licks. Haven't got any licks. Not licks. Licks. No licks on your mouth. We, we are skulls, in case you hadn't noticed, with no licks. Ah, and with no licks, it means you can't say the letter... <laughs> it means you can't... There are some letters you can't say, and one of them is the letter... 
damn it! The letter that begins the word pirate. I still don't know what a pirate is. You do! A Kyra! A Kyra who has a shick! A shick? Yes, a shick! A shick! A Kyra shick! A shick! Like a gig goat! A goat? No, not a, not a goat! A goat! A shick is like a goat goat! I get it. A sheep is like a goat. You're farmers. No! No, we're not farmers! Why would you guard your treasure with enchanted skulls of farmers? Oh, we're pirates! Pirates! Pirates with eye catches and keg legs and carrots on our shoulders. Why does everything about to start with dark well, well, whoever you we're are... We're pirates! Whoever you are, can you tell us where to find the treasure of Santa Clara? Ah, that we can. Listen well. The treasure is buried, 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 hidden. I say, hidden between two palm trees. Palm, coconut, coconut. Yeah, two coconut trees at the very source of the longest river. In. Oh, God. I oh, can't help you with this. No, no. Kakua New Kakua. Kakua. Yeah, sure. It's in Kazakhstan. Well, thank you, friendly skulls. Come on, Billy. Off we go to Kazakhstan. Good luck. Toodle kick. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to the interview sketch. I'm Patsy Straightwoman, proud provider of the bits that go in between the jokes. I'm joined now by the Shadow Minister for saying stupid things and failing to apologise for them. Minister, you recently said something stupid and have failed to apologise. Uh, just doing my job. Hmm. But you must realise your comments have offended a great many people. Yes, so I understand. And let me take this opportunity now, if I may, to make it quite clear. I'm very sorry if they were in any way offended. They were offended. Yes, and as I say, I'm sorry that they were offended. Are you sorry that you offended them? Well, let me be very clear. The offence that they have experienced is something about which I have feelings, and the feelings I have are related, strongly related, to the concept of being sorry. <laughs> I don't think I can make it any clearer than that. Don't you? No. Have a go. I think I've made it absolutely clear where matters stand regarding myself and the emotion of sorrow. Um, with respect, I don't think you have. Are you sorry? Sorriness is being experienced. By you? By a number of people. Including you? Not excluding me. Ah, not excluding you. Not necessarily excluding me. Right, but in fact excluding you. Do you know, I think it's possible to apologise too much. Yes, I, I think that is possible. I don't think that's a mistake you've made. <laughs> Just answer the question. Are you sorry? Y yes. I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> Say it properly. I'm sorry. Say it like you mean it. I don't mean it. I know that. Say it like you do mean it. Sorry. Didn't hear that. I'm sorry. OK, good. 
God. Thank you. That wasn't so hard, was it? No. Good. Now off you go. And on your way, send in the minister for opportunistically apologising for historical wrongs which had nothing to do with them because they think it somehow makes them look statesmanlike. <laughs> Ooh, that was nearly a joke, wasn't it? <laughs> folks, a bit of hush, please. I, uh, I won't keep you long, but some of us would uh, just like to share some stories about the man of the hour, uh, Jim Wilkinson, who leaves us today after 35 years with the firm. Now, um, <laughs> it can't be denied, accountants have a bit of a reputation for being, shall we say, a little, a little staid, and, you know, I'm not going to use the word boring, but... Uh, <laughs> and now, Jim here. <laughs> Jim, uh, you know, perhaps he liked to to play up to that stereotype, but, um, no, well, there was, a, there was a lot more to him than that, for, for instance, just, just one example. I, uh, I wonder how many of you remember that Guy Fawkes night a few years ago. Yeah, I can see some of you do. Uh, <laughs> when, the, when the company did a bonfire, and uh, as he was getting over the stile on the way to it, poor old Jim here caught his fleece on the barbed wire fence, and he was in quite a pickle there for a while. 
<laughs> Honestly, the look on his face as he, he tried to work out how to get free. <laughs> uh, I think it showed uh, all of us that there was a rather more human side to Jim than, uh, than he liked to let on. <laughs> well, that's enough from me. Uh, <laughs> so I'll pass on now to his head of department. Let's see what tales she has to tell. Mary, Mary. Oh, uh, well... Um... Thank you, David. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, well, I've worked very happily with Jim for the best part of 15 years now. And, um, you know, David, we really should probably have compared notes. Beforehand. <laughs> um, because as it happened, I was going to tell the Bob Worth story myself. But instead, let me tell you about... It's funny how your mind goes blank. Um, I'll tell you what... Come back to me. Let me pass you on to Barbara Searle, Jim's PA for over 20 years, who knows him perhaps better than anyone, Barbara. <laughs> well, as it happens, I, I was... <laughs> I, I, I was also going with the, with the Barbara Wire story. Um, just seemed to sum up so much about... Um... But instead of one incident, let's focus on, on some of his funny little ways. <laughs> Um, like the way he'd, um, he'd, he'd come into work in the morning <laughs> uh, with, with his suit and, and his tie on. <laughs> or, or how his office was, uh, was on the third floor. <laughs> yeah, but mainly you have to come back to the barbed wire thing. It, it, it really was pretty funny. Yeah, oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Barbara. So, Mary, I don't know if you've had time to... No? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, then, without any more ado, let us turn to the man himself. Uh, if you'd just like to uh, make your way over here, don't worry, no barbed wire on the podium. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Wilkinson. Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, thank you all. It's been a pleasure to work here for the past 35 years. While I look forward to my retirement, I shall miss the companionship of the office. I'd like to thank the speakers for their kind words. In fairness, though, I should point out the incident with the barbed wire didn't happen to me. <laughs> it happened to Tim. Tim, really? Yes, Tim Olsen. Right. Well, uh... Let's, uh, yeah, let's read out some telegrams uh, from people who sadly can't be with us tonight. Uh, Ralph Durrant writes, Farewell, Jim. You'll be much missed. Sorry to have to send you this by wire. Try not to... Yes. <laughs> and uh, Sandra Cook, you all know Sandra. Sandra writes, uh, Best wishes on your retirement, Jim. I shan't make any barbed remarks because she goes, she goes on <laughs> to give her love. Um, they... They all do. They all say more or less the same thing. They, they all say exactly the same thing. Are you, are you sure it wasn't you, Jim? I'm quite sure. I didn't attend the bonfire night. Right. They'd forecast rain. <laughs> right. Well, then all that remains is for me to present you, Jim, with a, a small gift. A little token from... No. Oh, God. Uh, which... Which, which we will give you later in the evening. Did you wrap barbed wire around it? <laughs> yes, yes, we did. <laughs> hey, Buzz. What's up, Neil? Well, listen, Buzz, just between ourselves, 
What did you really think of the moon? The moon? Hey, you know, the moon. Oh, well, you know, what an honor, what a privilege. No, 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 but, you know, just between ourselves, so. <laughs> right, well, in that case, massive disappointment. <laughs> it was, though, so, wasn't it? Huge, huge letdown. I mean, I was bored, like, instantly. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, it's a rock. I mean, you're standing on a rock yeah. in the dark. Big whoop. That, that's all it is. Big gray rock. Yeah. And with these suits, you can't see it properly anyway. Yeah. Okay, so the gravity's a bit weaker, so mm. you can bounce. So what? I mean, who wants to bounce? Yeah, what am I, a kid? Exactly. <laughs> hey, I tell you, I just wanted to turn straight around and get back to the march. Oh, God, me too. But you can't, can you? It's like watching a sunset. You get the idea straight away, but you have to stick around going... <laughs> It's so amazing, still. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing. It wasn't even amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, given the choice, I'd assume you've just stayed in the module altogether. Oh, yeah, me too. Hands down, I'd have stayed in the module. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Mike. Uh, Michael, how about you? Yeah, what do you say, Mike? Uh, given the choice... <laughs> would you have walked on the moon or stayed in the module? Real funny, guys. Real funny. We are returned. Hello. How was the hunting? A success. How was the gathering? Oh, pretty good. Come on in. We're in the cooking cave. No, you come out. We want to show you our kill. All right, come in. Oh. Yes, it's a beauty. Yes. Is that a bison or a, or a buffalo? I can never remember which is which. This is a bison. Buffalo are the ones which we don't know exist yet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. He put up a great fight as well. Oh, yes. We stalked the herd from daybreak, but it was not till noon that we pierced this beast's shoulder with a spear. Maddened, he charged at us, but we narrowly escaped with our lives, and he fled into the forest. And so the chase began. Wounded as he was, he still easily outpaced us, but remorselessly we tracked him, knowing he must tire. At last, we cornered him against a great cliff. Madness and murder were in his eye. As I threw... Oh, dear, sounds like a right old palaver. Uh, yes, it was. Mm, well, we had quite a time of it, too. Did you? Oh, yes, quite an adventure this morning, wasn't it? Oh, well, it certainly was. Yeah. And was it a success? <laughs> well, perhaps we'll let you be the judge of that. Ah, uh, nuts. That's not all. Nuts and... Berries. Berries. Yeah, yeah we gathered them both. Nuts and berries. The big two. Not a bad gather, though, we say it ourselves. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, we killed a bison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, should, you should feel good about that. Mm. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, no, good, because well done. You, you killed a bison. Well, no, 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 not a bison, it's a bison. Yeah, that's what I said. You certainly hunted that one bison very successfully. <laughs> yeah. How many nuts would you say we gathered? Oh, well, obviously we lack any kind of counting system, but... <laughs> If we had one, I'd say, ooh, must be about 500 there. Yeah, yeah, must be about that. Yeah, and berries, what, same again? Yeah, same again, or even a bit more. Right, right. Oh, that makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, but hang on. What, what? A nut isn't the same as a bison. No, no, that's true enough. No. Much harder to spot for a start. What? <laughs> well, come on, look at the size of your bison. Whereas this, this is a ground nut. Found, as the name suggests, on the ground. 
It's very small and it's very brown. Mm. And do you know what colour the ground is? <laughs> Tell them, Doc. Also brown. Also brown. So when you go gathering ground nuts before long, you'll find yourself in the middle of a deadly game of hide-and-seek. Mm. <laughs> deadly? Oh, yeah. Yes. Look how sharp this end is. Uh, you tread on one of those by mistake, probably kill you. Kill you? Probably. We yeah. wouldn't know. We've never trodden on one. Uh, not once, because nope. we're professional gatherers. <laughs> Or because you tread on them all the time and you don't even notice them. What, what? No, nothing, nothing. Look, the thing is, though, since this has come up, we've been talking to the other hunters yeah. and we think the gatherers have got off lightly. What? Yeah. Look, I'm sorry, but when we decided to be hunter-gatherers, I think we thought we'd all be doing some hunting mm. and then all doing some gathering. Mm. That's just inefficient. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, then. How about we take turns? Hunt one day, gather the next. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't just suddenly become a gatherer. It's not like hunting. You can't just follow a nut around until it gets tired. <laughs> You have to gather it. Well, we want to go. Fine. Suit yourself. Hello, we're back. Uh, uh, hello, how did you get on? Not too bad. Uh, 18 bison. Oh. And a couple of sabre-toothed tigers. Mm. We've, we've put them in the skinning tent. How about you? We... We didn't find anything. I, I mean, where do you even start? There's a whole forest to look in, and we're looking for a berry? It's impossible. I'm so sorry, guys. We had no idea. Oh, no hard feelings. You can't know till you try. Where's your friend? Oh, uh, she's dead now. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. What happened? Did she... Trod on a nut. Trod on a nut. <laughs> Well, since you ask me for some limericks, <laughs> I believe I do have some sets of five asymmetrically rhymed lines of verse in a metre you may find anapestic. <laughs> the nonsense that has just occurred was written by me, every word. I also was in it, and in the next minute, I'll tell you who else you have heard. <laughs> it's Caroline Quinlan, or Carrie, and of course Lawrence Lewin, or Larry. I'm terribly sorry, it's actually Laurie, though he answers to Tom, Dick or Harry. <laughs> Not the other two, one Simon Kane. And one has a troublesome name. The Cable Smith bit will just about fit, but the Margaret in front is a pain. <laughs> Our songs are a treat for the ears, but the words bring forth booing and jeers. The lyrics, you see, were written by me, but the music's by Susanna Pierce. <laughs> Sue plays, too, in lyrical manner, at least the parts for the piano. But if you thought, hello, that sounds like a cello, then that's Sally Stairs, not Susanna. <laughs> Ed Morrish, our gallant producer, when they gave him the job, quavered, who, sir? Please don't make it me. I would far rather be. Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, sir. Good night. <laughs> 